For all of the athletes out there, when we look at what contributes and influences optimum human performance, there's all of these facets that contribute to performing your best. And of course, we focus on what we're doing. We're training, how we're moving, how strong, powerful, mobile we are, our nutrition habits, how well we're recovering, what are we doing to study and be a student of the game, mental preparation, where's our mindset at? All of these things are extremely important. And one of the big pieces that comes with recovery is how well we're sleeping and I feel like that has been emphasized more in the past decade or so but still yet yeah, there could be a lot more that we can do be intentional with how we're creating good sleep habits so we get enough sleep and good quality of sleep and it really supports our overall performance so let's go over all of that this is a very complex topic but I'm going to simplify it just expose some basic concepts and also how can we actually practice this on a daily and weekly basis so that you can create sound and sustainable sleep habits stay tuned for this one Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multi-dimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. For all of my new listeners, you're in the right place to hear about all of these topics that deal with optimizing human performance. And for all of my returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in for this episode. And for everyone out there, be sure to check out my YouTube channel. You can search HNL Movement. There's a lot of great guest interview highlight clips on my YouTube channel. You can watch some of the video content that matches this audio podcast that you've been listening to. And also check out all of my other social media platforms for some great free content and my website as well everything across the board you can find me at hnl movement and my website is hnlmovement.com if you've been finding some value and gaining some benefit from the content please provide some feedback tag me on social media reach out just tell me how this has been helping you i would love to hear some of the stories and get some feedback it also helps me to continue putting out content that will be helpful for everyone out there and again, if you're finding value in this content, please share it with all of the people out there. Share it with your family, friends, coaches, teammates, colleagues, anyone that's looking to optimize their performance. With that, let's jump into today's episode and it's all about sleep and recovery and how to create healthy sleep habits that will really help you to do all of the things that you need to do. Whether that's with training, just be more focused throughout the day, make better nutrition choices and habits, and just elevate your energy level so you can make the most out of everything that you're doing. So again, we all know intuitively that sleep is extremely important, but especially for athletes, it is extremely important to help you to perform well, but it's also been known and shown that athletes are not getting enough sleep and they're not getting the quality of sleep that they need. So that is why it's extremely important to actually start to pay attention, be intentional with how you're actually trying to create a healthy sleep routine that will help to address this area of recovery. And at this point, there's still a lot to be uncovered about sleep, but at the same time, we know the importance of sleep and it's essential role that it plays in not only athletic performance, but just cognitive function, overall health, 
our physiological and metabolic functions, our mental well-being, and so much more. Sleep overall is going to really help to restore our body and recover our body from all of the things that we encounter throughout the day. And it's been so important that there's position statements by the International Olympic Committee, the NCAA, as to how important this is to actually pay attention to our sleep health. And along with these position statements and other studies as well, it recommends that adults get at least seven hours of sleep, preferably a little bit more. And for adolescents, it's recommended to get eight hours of sleep, preferably more than that as well. And when you don't get enough sleep, it's been associated with a lot of negative effects on performance. Things like decreased reaction time, increased injury risk, even if you go through a workout, you have higher perceived exertion on what you're doing. It has a negative impact on our metabolism, endocrine function, all these physiological functions, worse physical performance, worse mental focus, worse mood. So sleep is extremely crucial. And when we actually start to bump up our sleep quantity and as well as our quality, we start to see improvements in all of these different facets, not only with sports performance, but just throughout the day as well. So sleep is extremely important. Now on top of all of the performance benefits, that's what all of the athletes are looking to do, perform better and be at their A game, be their best. In addition, sleep has, because of all of the things that I just mentioned, it really increases our risk for injury. And some studies have shown this. Again, it's really hard to actually control for everything and directly prove that lack of sleep is causing all of this, but it makes sense. Everything that we just talked about, even things like perceiving that you're working harder, you have decreased reaction time, you're slower, you're not as strong, you're not as sharp mentally and physically, all of these types of things can play into our injury risks. And there are a few studies out there, but one of the studies that I saw for adolescent athletes who slept less than that eight hours again, they were at about 1.7 times more likely to have an injury compared with the adolescent athletes who slept more than eight hours. So again, when you put these pieces together, it makes sense, right? Things like slower reaction times, impaired cognitive function, you're just not as sharp out there when you're doing some type of physical task. And if this compounds and accumulates over weeks and months throughout the season, you might be putting your body at more risk to sustain these types of injuries. And for those of you that have been listening, you hear me say this pretty often, but injury prevention, optimizing performance, a lot of times if you do things to address one aspect, you will have a positive benefit or influence on the other aspect. Injury prevention and performance, they go hand in hand. So if we're reducing injuries, we're optimizing our performance. If we're optimizing our performance through training, through sleep, we're reducing our injury risk. And that is the power of what sleep can have on actually helping us to perform better and also keeping us safer while doing so. So that's kind of the importance of what we're talking about today. And I think there's a lot of practices, suggestions, things that are recommended to help you get better quality and quantity of sleep. But the big thing is just trying to incorporate it into your routine. Have a routine that helps to prepare your body for sleep. And I think that's a big one because not everything is going to work the same degree for all of us. Some people are gonna do really well with certain strategies. Other people, it might not make too much of a difference. But what you have to do is experiment, find what works for you, and just try to be consistent and create an actual sleep routine. 
It sounds silly, but what I have done when I help a lot of athletes to create a sleep routine and for myself is that good sleep does not happen by accident. You actually have to be intentional about creating some type of routine that will help to prepare your body for sleep. And that looks different for all of us. And I'm gonna go over some of the basics, and I think everyone has heard this before, but it's finding ways to tweak it a little bit to really make it work for you and make it like a habit to help you get better sleep every night. So the first thing is just before you go to sleep, try to downregulate your system, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's with some breathing exercises. Maybe it's just doing something to bring a sense of calm to your nervous system, right? We wanna be more in a parasympathetic state, that rest and digest state. You don't wanna be working out right before you go to sleep. You don't wanna be doing something that makes you super alert, right? On your phone or watching TV or playing on the computer or video games. You wanna kind of make sure that you have some time to downregulate the system so that you can actually get to sleep at a proper time. And I think the more that we can create a regular sleep schedule, that helps in so many ways. It helps not only to create a consistent routine, but helps with our circadian rhythm, helps our biological clock to understand that every night around this time, we're getting prepared to go to sleep. So that's one thing, just creating and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. On top of that, it's not only doing the things to downregulate your nervous system, but also calm the mind as well. So a lot of these things go hand in hand, but try to ease all of the stressors for athletes too. Sometimes it's the anxiety of performing in games or practices. Try to do things to help to manage that better, especially when we're getting prepared for bed. So it's all of these things that are helping our body to physically, mentally, and emotionally getting ready and prepared for sleeping. Then the next area that I usually focus on is your sleep environment. You want to create a sleep-friendly environment and you want to make sure that things like temperature, we might not think about it all the time, but if it's super hot or super cold, sometimes it's hard to fall asleep, right? Typically, we want it to be a little cooler. That is what helps us to fall asleep and get a good night's rest. We want it to be a little cooler. Also with the environment, try to do things that will prevent things that wake you up, right? If you're a light sleeper, maybe you have to figure out what can you do to minimize any noises that might wake you up, right? There's a lot of different strategies that you can use from earplugs to white noise machines to doing something to help keep you in that comfortable sleeping state, right? You don't want all of this disruption or excessive noise that might wake you up. Another thing that I like to emphasize is that you want to wake up feeling refreshed. So you don't wanna wake up too early. You definitely don't wanna wake up too late. So depending when you prefer to wake up and what your routine is like, right? If you're an early riser that wakes up before the sun comes up, then it's not really that big of a deal. If you're one that wakes up right when the sun comes out, then it might be good to leave curtains open. This natural sunlight can wake you up. If you're one that maybe because of your schedule or you sleep a little later and you have time to wake up a little later, if you don't like the sun to wake you up, then you might wanna get blackout curtains. So again, I'm just giving some different options and you can figure out which person you are and what works best for you. Because again, it's talking about the sleep environment, but there's different ways to make this work better for you. And the main thing is just to help you get in a better sleep routine without you being disrupted or waking up too early or too late. You wanna make sure that you can be as consistent as possible with your schedule. What goes hand in hand with the sleep schedule and routine that I'm talking about, the sleeping environment, make it work for you, is also considering other lifestyle factors, right? Things like nutrition and sleep, they really go hand in hand as well. 
And a lot of times the things that we're doing throughout the day, what types of foods we're eating, when we eat, meal timing, all of those things, that's a different episode. But all of that can play a factor in how well and what time we like to sleep and what time we like to wake up. So think about that too. There's a lot of other lifestyle influences that go beyond just maybe the hour before you're going to sleep. They start from the time you wake up, right? Even things like the obvious one is when do you drink caffeine? Is your body sensitive to caffeine? Because then you should probably stop drinking caffeine before a certain time. If you drink it too late, you can feel, some people can literally feel that it makes it more difficult for them to fall asleep. So some of those influences, it goes back to what are we doing throughout the day? Even what time do you eat dinner? Did you eat enough food throughout the day? Did that spill over into some late night snacking because you did not have enough food throughout the day? And that can have an influence on what time are we gonna go to sleep, our sleep quality, and so on. So you wanna make sure that you're just paying attention to all of these things that either support the sleep and recovery that you need or some of the things that maybe might be an obstacle, things that impede you from getting good sleep. So just pay attention to all of that. And I will say the last thing that I want to mention in this episode is in this day and age, with all of the technological advances, there's wearable technology that helps us to gather more data with training, but also with sleep. There's a lot of ways that you can use this to help to understand what is going to work best for you when it comes to creating a sleep routine and a sleep schedule. And look into some of these if you think that it'll help you because sometimes just getting better quality of sleep, that can make a big jump in how you're performing and how you're feeling throughout the day. So there's all of these different tools, right, and gadgets. I personally like to use the Whoop. So it's something that just gives me more information as to how I'm sleeping. There's the Aura Ring. I know Apple Watches have some type of sleep tracking function. There's even apps on your phone. But keep in mind, do your research I'm not an expert in this field, but they're all using different means to estimate your sleep quality and your sleep duration. The main thing is that, how do you use this information? And again, do things and put things into practice that help you to create a good sleep routine. And then use the data that you're getting from these devices to see if it's working or if you need to tweak it a little bit. And this is one of those things, this feedback can be invaluable. The more that you can understand how your body is actually getting good sleep consistently, what types of things affect your sleep schedule, your sleep quality, that is what's going to help you to make sure that you're doing the things that support good sleep. And like I said earlier, good sleep, it sounds silly, but it doesn't happen by accident. We actually have to put some effort in into actually creating a good sleep schedule, be consistent with that, and do the things that will support good quality of sleep so it supports the rest of our lifestyle. So with all of that, what I encourage everyone listening out there is just to take one step, whatever that looks like for you, to actually be more purposeful, intentional with incorporating one thing that you can do consistently. For some of you, that might be the first step of doing one thing to create a sleep routine. Other people, maybe it's doing something to change the sleep environment to support healthy sleep. Whatever that is, take one step and try to incorporate that. The next thing is pay attention to how your body's recovering and responding and feeling throughout the day because that will give you some feedback as to how this is impacting you. If you do have any type of sleep tracking device, I encourage you, try to use that information 
to help guide you to create a better sleep routine or ritual that will help you to again feel better perform better and do all the things that you want to do so as soon as you're done listening to this think about that one habit and try to incorporate it tonight and help you to get better sleep and do that more consistently I will leave it off with this. Sometimes we don't even realize how sleep is affecting our lifestyle. And because we just keep going every day, every week, life is super busy and hectic. Sometimes we're sacrificing our sleep for that. And we don't realize that we're functioning on low and we're just managing to get by. And sometimes when you do a small thing that helps to bump up your sleep quantity or quality, you start to notice a significant improvement. And you realize that, this is actually what I could feel like. So that's what I encourage everybody to do is just to make some small changes because good sleep, it will definitely make a difference. And then you want to do that consistently and sustain that for the long term. So that is all that I have for today's episode. I hope this was helpful for all of the athletes out there. Remember how I started this episode. A lot of athletes do not get enough sleep and do not get the good quality of sleep that they really need to help recover and support their performance. So especially athletes, try to be intentional with this. Incorporate some of the good sleep practices to help you to get better quality of sleep. For everyone out there, if you haven't heard some of the great guest interviews or previous library of episodes, go check that out on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Also check out my YouTube channel, a lot of video highlight clips there. Check out my social media channels, everything across the board. You can find me at HNL Movement. And as always, there's more free content on my website, hnlmovement.com. If you ever have any questions, feedback, just want to say hello, talk story, feel free to contact me on social media or email me at andrew at hnlmovement.com. Other than that, I have some great guest interviews coming up, great solo topics too. I can't believe summer's pretty much in full swing already. So everyone keep doing all of the things that you're doing to live the lifestyle you want, to optimize your performance. And this is another thing that we can focus on, helping to get good quality sleep consistently. Other than that, new episodes are released every Tuesday. So be sure to tune in next week. And until then, have a great rest of your week, everyone. Start taking those steps to improve the quality of your sleep this week. And I will be back here same time, same place next week. Until then, aloha. Aloha.